feels more timely than ever to reach out and talk about our mental health. And Rowan Patterson is a young man from County Cavan in Ireland who has done just that. Rowan has opened the door and encourages people to speak openly about their mental health. He's a, an amazing role model. He started his own brand of clothing called Need to Talk and gives a percentage of the profits to mental health charities. Ronan regularly goes into schools and workplaces and talks about mental health. He's a busy young man who, who runs his own company, he works and continues to study and inspires others. And I'm really pleased to invite you to the podcast today. Um, so thanks for joining me, Ron. Thank you. Thanks very much. Um, thanks for inviting me. Um, Not at all. I'm looking forward to uh, for the chat and it'll be good to, to catch up with you. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much for, for uh, agreeing to do this with me. So I guess um, the, the way I sort of found out about you was in an article um, that uh, was featured on RTE. Um, and I know you spoke then about things that got on top of you and and you sort of feeling different. Um, and, and it was it just sort of really inspired me in terms of your your braveness, really, to, to speak out. Um, I think, you know, when, whenever we, we reach out and, and start to talk about our own stories, it, it can really connect with people. But I, I also think it's quite a hard thing to do and to do it the way you did it, I, I thought was amazing. So I, I suppose I, I just wanted to ask, um, you know, would you be able to explain what it meant and, and how you, fe you felt as if it was something that, you know, this is something that lots of people sort of str struggle with um, and you know how hard that has been. So I, I wondered what you would say to others about, you know, you, you starting that conversation, really. Yeah, so um, it was obviously at the, at the start when I kind of put out my story. Um, what I done was I put it up on uh, on Facebook and on my social medias, wow. and I just kind of told told my whole story, and um, that's when um, RTE kind of got in contact with me, Gosh. and uh, said they'd like to do a, a piece on it just regarding my kind of football background and uh, my story. So um, yeah, it was uh, like I think the hardest part was um, when I first came out with my story. So whenever RTE contacted, it wasn't too bad. It, like my story was already out there, it was already okay. in public, yeah. but it it was um yeah no right right in that um right in that piece um d did bring back kind of uh, some like memories and stuff through my journey and uh, it was tough and of course like you're you're nearly scared to 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 put your story mm -hmm. out there, but um I just know know for me being able to to tell people my story that it, it helped me um leaps and bounds with being able to come out like I know it sounds daunting at the start but it's definitely um became a lot easier for me now to talk to people regarding my feelings um yeah. like uh, especially now and um even like um having people talking to you now as well so like it, it's so nice mm. to see that people can relate to the story that I put up and wow. um so yeah like I could, all I can say is that it was obviously tough but uh, I'm so happy that I done it like and um it's kind of brought me to where I am now you know being able to, to speak yeah. up about it no awesome amazing what what sort of reaction did you get because it was facebook so was it was it a, an open thing or, or was it friends and how, what sort of reaction did you get <laughs> yeah so my friends like a few few of them kind of knew what i was going through but uh, a lot of them didn't so like not a lot of my close friends um would have uh, a lot of my just my friends i chat on a regular basis wouldn't have known so oh, like yeah i was getting like a, a lot of messages for the next week or so regarding it like um just nice messages, you know, mm -hmm. and just saying that they, they never really knew, but it's nice that I, I came out about it. Um, but like with the RTE one as well, I was just getting emails and emails wow. of, of of people like that, that 
might have been going through the same thing or or just um like just saying thanks for for coming out with my story so like it, it's just been kind of positive feedback ever since um since Aww. i put it out isn't that amazing that you know that something that you know and it is scary you know to, to go out there and, yeah. and to say you know what our journey's been uh, and how we've struggled and yet the we, we met with a wave of support which is actually what we think we're going to get that's what we don't say a lot of the time yeah it, it, like yeah it's 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 it was great just to be able to to come out and say it because like even now like it's just gave me such knowledge of the supports that are out there that I wouldn't have yeah. known of before um yeah. so so yeah no it's, it's an ever learning curve but uh, yeah there is there really is supports out there um yeah and um they're not that far away you know yeah no absolutely uh, and and you know the, like you said there is incredible support and it's something that that needs awareness arising to it doesn't it because certainly at the minute you know even more so it, it, it's needed it's there's so much that um you know support that uh, is needed out there yeah no exactly like they like especially now like that's what we're saying like because of the pandemic like there's yeah. just a lot of uncertainty every day you know you're waking up and and like you're just looking at your phone waiting for it to be more bad news so like it's it's yeah. um it is daunting for everyone at the moment but um no, yeah I feel, I feel like now now like I know now more than ever I feel like it just needs to be put out there that it's okay to speak to people it's okay to talk and it's okay to open up about your feelings yes and if I'm right in sort of thinking in terms of going back and reading that story you know you you, you talked about how you know for some time that things weren't right that you didn't you know I suppose it, that mixed emotion of not feeling happy and not sort of being able to put your finger on it but you know it affected all sorts of all sort of different areas of your life hadn't it you know you got a huge passion for football and yet or, or soccer um you know and that was something that it started to change and you know it, it was I don't know whether it it was ever classed as depression, but you know it, it was certainly something that that had changed how you were. Yeah, so um, like that was probably the biggest um, like um, uh, opening for me to to recognise that I wasn't feeling good was was mm. I felt I was pulling myself away from from sport, yeah. and um, which is just which was just a massive thing for me as like I was just a young teenager and all I wanted to do was play sports. I didn't really care yeah. about much else, you know. I just wanted to perform well, and then and, and uh, just I'd be the first one to train, and then all of here, and then that's that's when I kind of recognised then when I was pulling myself away from that, um, that maybe something was up, and mm. um, and like um, I said, I said in my my article regarding um glandular fever, yes. so um, I I had I uh, I had it when when I was younger, and um, I couldn't believe like uh, how much it affected me, like um. Like physically, first of all, like um, it um, I lost like about ten kg, which is a lot wow. for like a teenager. Like, and, yeah. and uh, I was performing like uh, at like kind of the highest level I, I could Gosh. have been with like rugby at the time and football. So yeah. whenever that happened, obviously that that took its toll. Like I wasn't able to perform, I wasn't able to play. I was dropped off panels, and um, I think from yeah. that, from uh, from that kind of like trauma of just having that, um, then obviously it brought down that kind of a emotional um like um like that daunting yeah. kind of like not feeling good about yourself kind of feeling and and um like it took me it took me I'd say over a year to even get over um I couldn't be- I just couldn't believe how much it affected me and it, when I look back at it now that's how like uh that's like uh, I'm looking back now it really did affect me so much and uh, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't have recognized it at the time but it um it really set me back 
and, and I think that's the thing sometimes uh, you know it amazes me sort of the you know we, we treat the physical ailments we treat the physical side of things but, but I, I do think there's some um, sort of the emotional side needs time to catch up you know e even if physically we start to feel better or start to look better um the, the emotional side of things it, it's it takes a while to process things or or just to feel better or, or to catch up and I think sometimes that's where the struggle is isn't it because you know when on the outside it's like well we, we you know we're better and you know we, we we've suffered with something but you know that's gone now and there's an expectation that we're okay but actually there's all that emotional stuff that you know the loss of something that the loss of you know your house or you, you know whatever it is it, yeah. it still needs time to catch up with everything else exactly yeah so it's like like um like your body's probably caught, caught up uh, on you yeah. like uh, your back but it's it's yeah it takes it, it obviously just takes longer to get over the emotional side and that's what I kind of came out when I when I said my story it was just like like you don't have to be suffering with depression or anxiety to have low moods and yes. I think that's so important as well like because yeah. like people people would be nearly scared of the words depression anxiety because I know yeah. I was when I was younger I didn't know yeah. if you were and so like um like it really does like any anything so for example you said like losing a house or maybe losing a job or falling out with a friend yeah. like like you might you might feel to people you might feel like oh yeah, yeah he's okay but obviously deep down then it's taken a while for your emotions to catch up on you definitely and i think you're right i think there's it's something we don't talk about enough is that you know we we, we sort of label things don't we you know this is depression this is anxiety but actually you know what are they and like you say what you know low moods what's a low mood and, yeah. and is this is this normal or at what point does that become depression um you know that they're, they're all things that i don't think we've necessarily found the dialogue for we don't really understand ourselves so let alone you know for people to be able to talk openly about it is really hard yeah so like um it is it's like there, there there is no really like i don't know is there anything proven of what is depression mm -hmm. or anxiety yeah you know? so, so like it's 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 just a it's a hard it's um it's a hard topic for everyone and uh um, yeah. because because there is no such thing as like a, a definite thing that yeah. so that's that could be playing around in someone's head too and yes it just adds to it yeah, I, I totally agree. And the thing is, is what is one thing to one person can be something totally different to somebody okay. else, can't it? You know, so, so you know, how do we make sense of what we're feeling compared to somebody else? Because we, that's what we tend to do is compare ourselves. And yet, actually, they're very, they're very unique, bespoke experiences, I think. Yeah, no, they, 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 they are unique. And, and exactly like s someone could be affected um, a lot worse over something happening than another person. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's that's one thing that needs to be kind of to say about um, everything. Like you might you might feel okay, but the other person doesn't about a certain I don't know topic or yeah. or something happening. So it's yeah, it's everyone everyone's different in their own way. So yeah, um, so it needs to be looked at too in, in that no. sense. Absolutely. I, I suppose one of the other things that, that sort of interested me was was you know you you talked about um, you know everything looking okay on the outside. And, you know, quite often, um, you know, when I talk to people, we talk about masking things, you know, we, we put this mask on or, you know, we put the uniform and we go to work or, you know, yeah. we, we, you know, we put the uniform on and go to school or college, don't we? And on the outside, it all looks OK. So, so how did, how would you say you masked it? And if you did, how did you do it? Because in my experience, we tend to do it really, really well. Yeah. So um, 
yeah, masking it is probably the best way to explain it, isn't it? Like you're putting you're putting a mask on to the to the general public and yeah. to my friends and to my maybe work colleagues and to my football teammates, I I would have been very bubbly, would always have been mm. would always have been kind of a the one to have a bit of crack with regarding it. And there is there is that sort of a mask, like like um like that's why I probably all my friends were so shocked when I came out with my story too. And yeah. um which so like um yeah obviously putting the mask on like uh when you're getting out of bed and then you're going back into your room and then yeah. that's you, you again and you might be you might be suffering in in the inside and the whole day yeah. but um yeah there is a big part of putting a mask on but um you can only do that for so long I feel and yeah it really yeah. it really um takes its toll on you then um yeah you you can just you could just break down from from trying to, to hide it so much. I think you're absolutely right, and I think in my experience is that it's it's tiring. Um, it's it, you know it's a bit like being an actor. You know, yeah. you, you go out, you play the role, don't you, and then you get to take it off. But actually, you know, you you you're constantly playing that role, and therefore because you're moving further and further away from who you are, I think it, it does it it takes its toll because you get tired and and then you you get ill um, to the point that you know equally I, I think it's this is where I sort of find it interesting again is where I think the body actually makes you stop. I think emotionally we probably keep going and going and going, but in this sense, the body sort of gets to a point where it's like, I'm not doing this anymore. And we literally can't get out of bed or we, we have headaches or whatever it is, you know, there's something that stops us and, and makes us have to stop. And yeah, dude, like it's, I think you nailed it in the head there about it's tiring. It, it really is. Yeah. It's, it's like having another full-time job. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, and, um, like it, it does it does just add up and and that's the, that's the problem like it could just it all could just hit a wall at, at once and yeah and um yeah you just don't want to get out of bed like you don't want to move I know yeah I know when, when I'm at my worst I I yeah I just hibernate in my bedroom you know <laughs> like, yeah 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 you don't want to face today like no you don't want to talk to anybody no no definitely not <laughs> do, do you think do you think people did notice or was it that you were so good at hiding it that they they didn't until you sort of started to say this this is what's going on for me? I believe a lot of my uh, close friends and family uh, would have noticed. Um, yeah. Maybe uh, just n- not from um, like whatever me being upset, but definitely from just uh, behavior kind of. Um, yes. Yeah. So maybe I was uh, over drinking, or I was put yeah. exactly as pulling myself away from sports, or. Yeah. maybe um maybe I wasn't going to school like just bits and pieces like that there I feel like a few of my mates might have recognized so um yes like like I like I probably I probably did put a mask on well but um yeah mm. I, I felt and at the time I didn't know uh like I, I wouldn't have recognized mm. maybe that it was over drinking yeah. or or not doing certain things that I might have used to so um yeah I, no yeah I feel like they, maybe they did a few of them and um yeah, the ones the ones that did have been more than than supportive with me with us. Yeah, and it's always yeah. good having having that kind of aspect. Um, people okay. caring about you and looking out for you. Yeah, because I think as well that that takes strength from others as well, doesn't it? You know, to to actually be honest or you know to sometimes say you know you you, you sure you really are okay because I've, I've noticed this or you know yeah. what what's sort of going on because I think some of those conversations are really tough at times because we don't want to upset people do we we don't want to say the wrong thing but actually sometimes you know to have that person that says you sure you're all right or you know you've not been around much you know is equally you know important yeah no definitely like it you need 
like you can you can start kind of trying to get better yourself but it really does help having kind of the ones like just kind of checking up on you or or seeing yeah. how you are really does um it does help <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. again, I, I think so many people think they've been a nuisance, don't they? Or that you know, checking up and saying, you know, I'm just checking up, say how you doing, you know, that, that we we get in the way of something. But actually, it's so it's so important. It's so we need that that somebody is looking out for us as well. Yeah, you know, you, it's it's so important to have to have that. And and you're right with like they might feel like they're annoying you, and sometimes you're just maybe checking your phone and going, oh God, not them again. Like yeah. asking asking how I am and all because. Because you don't want, yeah. like, you don't want to face it, but you know, yeah. one day you're gonna have to, and yeah, and yeah, definitely, it's better sooner rather better than better to have them, yeah, and better to have people around you to do it. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, so how and when did things change for you? Um, uh, as in when when did I start kind of on my road to kind of recover from? Yeah, or, yeah. So I, after a couple of months after, so I went to the doctor and I, I had low moods regarding the glandular fever and yeah. he just let like the doctor would have just linked it to it and told me kind of no, that I'm going to get better over time and just to not be worrying about it. So I kind of took it on in a stride then thinking I was going to get better. And then a few months later, I just had a really tough conversation with my mother and yeah. It was just like I was nearly because I know she'd be worried sick and and I just had to sit down with her and just be like, Mom, I'm I'm still not I'm just still not myself, I'm not feeling great. And that obviously yeah. was probably the one of the like start of kind of me recovering from it. So I went back down to mm-hmm. the doctor and then this is when I kinda and this is when I first started taking an antidepressants and then went to like psychiatrists and and uh like like even hypnosis and stuff I guess there like trying to get better and so yeah you could say maybe a couple of months after after I went to the doctor really um saying that I wasn't feeling good and then um yeah it's been a kind of a mad journey since you know like regarding psychiatrists and medication like uh, I think I've been on like four different types of ones now like and like some like you know like I'm on the right one now like I like I, I react well to them now so which is good and then yeah. um like the psychiatrist I've been to like lately like um has been great and I can really relate to him so um yeah I'm lucky I was lucky just to find the right kind of the right psychiatrist for me and obviously yeah. to get the right medication like it does take its time but um geez, it's it's worth mm. it's really worth it <laughs> yeah I do you know I think that's so important because I, I think you know the, the, there is um I think it's really difficult one to, to speak out and say, you know, how it is that we're feeling. But also I, I think one is there's the hope that we'll get better quickly um, because that's what we want. You know, nobody wants to see, be in a place of, of feeling uncomfortable, do they? Or feeling low or depressed, whatever it is. But but I think, again, in my experience, it, it takes time to um, also find the right sort of help. Um, and the right help might not be the, 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 the first thing that we find. Um, and it takes time to sort of, um, you know, can, you know, connection is a huge thing. You know, I, I say that to, to people I work with. You know, in order to work with with you, you, you've got to connect with the other person first because you're not going to open up. You you you, you know, you, you're not going to want to share some of those things that you're experiencing. So it's great to hear that. You know, I, I, although you know you didn't get what you needed straight away, but you know, you've now found something that fits, that's supportive, that really really makes a huge difference and helps. Yeah. So like it. it as you're like as we were both saying like about like it does take its time like and you do have to connect to someone and 
like you just you kind of have to just have it in your heads that you have to keep telling yourself you're going to get better and you're going to find the right thing yeah and just to not kind of give up like because you could easily you could easily just try like like a like a speaking to a psychiatrist and then just just say no that's not for me and you just need to yeah. kind of push through that and tell yourself that you will find the right one one day and um like i know that that's probably hard and hard to do you know to Mm-hmm. like because especially like sure the first time I was at, at one like I was just like oh my god this is just not for me I I yeah I was nearly like having a panic attack before even getting into the spot just because I didn't want to be there like and um, yeah. so yeah no like um it does take its time and you do have to find something that you can connect to but uh, as I was saying like it's so worth it um once you do find the right the right person you can talk to yeah, definitely. And, and, and I do wonder as well whether there's, because it's something we're not used to doing, it, it feels so foreign to us to sit with somebody that we don't know and, and to open up. And and, or, and like you say, you know, that when, when we're presented with something and it doesn't work, we don't think, it, you know, it doesn't feel right for us, is that, you know, we've got the courage to say so. Is, I think, you know, we, we feel a lot of the time that, that we've just got to, you know, get on with it or, or that, you know, somebody's telling us this is what we need to do, so therefore it must be right. But actually, if it doesn't fit and it doesn't feel right, it's okay to say too yeah no like it like that's you just yeah you have to be honest with yourself and and um like maybe like that person isn't the right one and like to try look for for others and try to connect to other people which is just so important yeah Yeah, no absolutely so how would you say you've you've managed your sort of mental health or or how is it different to before you, you know because is it that you know you would sort of call it managing your mental health is it something that you have to do um or is it not like that for you yeah like the best way for me to explain it is like um like we all have our down days you know and and uh, like some people obviously have them more than others and like other people has uh, like worse things going on but I just I know now um just from going to psychiatry like last few years and I've just I've just find ways to be able to handle my emotions and deal with them so uh yeah. so before when whenever maybe I was feeling low I could have I don't know went binge drinking and put on a mask and pretending I was feeling okay or I could have just pulled myself away from people but now when I'm feeling low I know what to do what not to do uh what way like what ways will help like what's good for me like maybe after work I had a shit day you know go for a walk and stuff like that there yeah. just the little things I got there and it's just you're learning like it's like you're 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 always going to be learning with it and um yeah yeah so like um like managing now like uh, I just feel so much more comfortable now I know I know like uh, I wouldn't do anything stupid anymore I wouldn't like um I wouldn't let it beat me yeah. and beat me up anymore and um I just yeah. I know I, yeah like I just know how to manage it myself Oh, and isn't that massive and what an amazing place to be like you say that you know you, you know you know what you need to do it's like our physical health isn't it you know we we tend to find a way of, of supporting it and, and finding out what we need to do in order to get better but actually it's not that different to our emotional health <laughs> yeah no like it's it, like I, I think like phys- physical and 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 um, mental health like they both they both should just be the same they are the same yeah. they are the same yeah so yeah. like um like it is it's great like I'm lucky that I, I know myself like I can I, I I find ways to be able to manage it and um but yeah nice. like if you if you had a broken arm you know you're gonna go to the hospital and like so yeah. so like it, it should be the same yeah. with, your, with your with your mental health then 
Yeah, because we wouldn't feel bad about it, that would we? No. But for some some reason, we've labelled mental health as being something to hide from. Um, and, and, you know, there's still so many stigmas attached to it. But you're right, you know, if, if it was a broken arm, we, we wouldn't put up with it. We'd go and do something about it. Yeah, exactly. No, they, they, they both go hand in hand in, in, in my head. Like, they, yeah. both, they both need to be looked on the same. And, yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't feel bad about going to the hospital if your, your arm is broke. So, you, yeah. so it should be the same, same with your mental health. No, definitely, definitely. The, I was also going to ask you, because I'm conscious that certainly in Ireland, we, we've gone into a, a further period of restrictions. Yeah. And I just wondered what you would say to people who, who are struggling with their mental health or, or who might be. Yeah, so like it's, it's um, we're in another lockdown now. Just We just started it this week. So yeah. it's um, like the effect that the last one had on a lot of people and um it was 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 horrible. Like just from hearing stories within our own our own county and hearing of suicides yeah. and stuff, it it just took its toll. And not being able, if you're feeling down, not being able to go over and talk, go and meet up with yeah. your friends and stuff. So um yeah, I I feel like it's brought a, a lot of kind of trauma back having another lockdown because yeah, the last one affected a lot of people. So I just I I kind of think like the like it, the best thing to do now is. Stay as connected as possible as you can. Um, yeah, like, yeah. like it's the twenty first century now. Like, look, like we're we're doing this over we're in in two different counties and we're yeah. still doing this. Like, yeah. So like, it's yeah. it's just it's gotten ever so easy. Like to contact people, but like, um, I still think it's so important. Like video calls and stuff. You know, like chatting, chatting to your mates, keeping keeping in touch with them. You know, keeping in touch with your family because like. A lot of people would might hide away in this in a, in a lockdown. You know, they might just kind of be themselves and kind of stay at home and and um, kind of hide away from the worlds when when they still need yeah. to be kind of keeping in touch with people. So yeah, I, I think my advice is just to kind of keep in touch and check up on them, check up on people that um, that you haven't maybe talked to in a while. And obviously, um, yeah, obviously, like try to make a positive out of it too. You know, maybe you're being at home, like do. Do learn some new stuff. I don't know, like um, trying out new skills and stuff. Like, cause, cause yeah. that's so important too. You know, like um, and that obviously it'll add like a positive kind of side to your life if you're if you're learning new skills. I know, like the last lockdown, I I built a, a fire pit at, at the house, like, and it just kind of wow. took, took like it just was nice just to get do something during the lockdown. So, like, there's yeah. always there's always um. There's always a silver lining and stuff, you know. There's always positive things that you can take yeah. out of such negative times. So, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, that's one thing as well. Just kind of learn new things, you know. Um, try to try to make it as positive as you possibly can, and stop yeah. looking at the news. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's massive, isn't it? Yeah, because I think you're right. I, I think you know, in terms of channeling our thoughts and um, our brain, is that. You know, if we don't do something, you know, if we if we don't sort of show it a way to go, it will just run off. And you know, I think there's there's research that says it's like we have like sixty thousand thoughts a day, and they're the same. Ninety five percent of them are the same that we've had for years and years and years. And if all of those are negative thoughts, well, that's you know that's where we end up going. Whereas actually, if we can take our mind into a different place or you know we can channel it in a certain way like you say learn a new skill and that we make things or you know what whatever that becomes it, it actually provide it, you know it's a different outcome for us yeah exactly so it, it's um 
like from from like from it all, yeah, we just really needed to kind of like make the positive come out of it. Like it's it's hard to yeah. I know it's it's hard for everyone. Yeah. Everyone's gonna find it hard, but yeah, you, you yeah. learn you learn more stuff about yourself. Like I, I think as well. Yeah. You do. No, you do massively, absolutely. Um, the the other thing that sort of really interests me is that as a result as a result of your experiences, you you've set up this amazing company. You'll be pleased to know that I'm where I'm wear mine most of the time. Um, <laughs> a, a need to talk um, clothing range. Um, so I, I guess it's just interesting in terms of, of of what was the idea behind it and what what you hope to achieve from it. So yeah, I I always had an idea. So whenever I kind of started feeling better and, and, and started getting back to myself, I always wanted to, to do something regarding mental health, which, um, which yeah. is um, like, I, I wanted just to help out in some way or do something. And I never really knew what, what it was, but it was always in my head, mm-hmm. as you said, you do so many thoughts in a day, like, and I would have backed myself up if I didn't, if I didn't do something. And I was just kept yeah. thinking and thinking. And then, just it just came into my my head that like during the pandemic during the lockdown I um wow. I um just thought it'd be a good time to to set up um something online something like an e-commerce yeah. uh regarding mental health and just spreading awareness so um like that's kind of where where I kind of got the idea from was just like I wanted to create something that Gosh. that can spread spread the, the awareness so like as you know, like the, the, the hoodie you got, you know, it has a, a big kind of circle yeah. out says need to talk, you know, like it's, it's, it's different. Yeah. And like, if someone's seen you wearing that, they might go like, oh, like, what's that, you know? And, mm-hmm. and um, I think the one thing is like, they might see that and then that could just bring up a conversation that you didn't yeah. know you needed to have with someone or like, um, yeah. or even the person you're talking to, you know, that might uh, spark up a conversation with them too. So that's kind of where I got the idea from yeah. from from the clothing brand, like, and um, like I wanted to, um, yeah. So I just wanted to give back. So spreading awareness was fine, but then I wanted to get kind of give back to local charities, um, and then oh. like uh, more like the bigger bigger charities as well. Like I want to give back as well. So because uh, I know the support, uh, like I know the support that we have in Cavan is is great. Like some of the charity work be, that's being done behind the scenes. Mm. So it's nice being able to from the profits to give back to the charities that are helping people so not only is it spreading awareness but then it's obviously helping helping kind of people um keep people's um charities being able to keep going you know yeah it, it just for, for me though that's immense you know in the middle of a pandemic um you know when when life is is tough um you know and and the inspiration you know that this is what makes you so inspirational the the fact that you know you you have this idea of of wanting to give back it and actually to come up with an idea of, of what that would look like and i think you know in, in terms of the clothing it is for, for me it's the fact that it breaks down some of the barriers that we we that we present you know, we, we go and talk to people all the time, don't we? And we ask how yeah. they are and yeah, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> but, you know, we, we don't actually have the courage to say, look, do you, you know, is there anything you want to talk about or, or whatever it is? So the fact that, you know, on clothing that we're asking a question without having to, um, you know, we're not having to be so direct about it, but it actually gives people the permission. One that, you know, you're talking to somebody that actually wants to, to have that conversation, but also letting the other person know that it's okay. Yeah. 
that they're in a safe place and um, somebody's safe to do that. Um, but, you know, like, like I say, I think what blows me away is that, you know, you, you come up with that idea in the middle of a pandemic. You, you, you've been able to, to get it off the ground. You're doing something with it. You know, it, it's working. People are buying stuff. Um, it's, it's breaking down the stigma. It's, it's making, you know, it's building the awareness. And, and equally, then you go and give some of the profits to, to other charities. So it continues to give back and actually people are able to access services that potentially they might not be able to if support wasn't. Yeah, around. no, exactly. So like from, from obviously from it, like it's, as you said, like if someone was wearing that jumper, you know, they, they, they like, yeah. and if it's like, I know it's, it's only kind of starting to like build up now and I'm I, like, I'm still, it's, mm. it's, it's, it's like a month and a bit now since I've launched, like, but um, yeah. like, it's great that like, if people were wearing them, then if someone's seen that, they'd be like, oh, like they're okay with speaking about their yeah. mental health, you know, like they, they're okay. They're yeah. okay. They know that they want, they want to break the stigma. And um, that's, that's yeah. why, like, I, I was so happy that I, that I did come up with it just just to normalize it like like as I said like it, it is it's yeah. like it's spreading awareness it's all right like sharing stuff online and and, and saying it but yeah. to, to have it there in front of you having something that you can walk around kind of pr- be proud to wear in, in public and and yeah. um and spreading the awareness around it it's uh, like I'm so happy to, to be able to do that oh I think it's immense it really is and mine doesn't come off I have to prize it off myself to get it in the wash. <laughs> it's great to hear. Good to hear. <laughs> no, I, I, I love it. I, I love the whole concept. I, I love everything about it. And, and, you know, it just, I think what you're doing is absolutely amazing. And it's so needed, um, you know, wh- wherever we are in the world. It's um, it's something that uh, we need to do more of. And uh, I think what you're doing is fantastic. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, no, it's, a, it's great. Like, But it's, it's so nice to hear, like, um, like that sort of response from it too, you know, like hearing, like, um, I know we'll probably talk about a bit about your story in a bit, but it's so nice to, to, yeah. for, to have someone, um, like just like yourself, even saying that, like having the, obviously the, the, the jumpers going around now, like it, it's good to see that like the, it's starting to spread it, maybe a bit of awareness and obviously like, um, I'm getting people to and stuff like that there, like I'm leaving them a, a note kind of, telling them to put up because whenever someone sees that story you know it's kind of spreading awareness too yeah. and then maybe maybe people are clicking on to their post and then seeing my my uh, instagram or my facebook and um like that's kind of how, how the word's going around with it too yeah. you know online through through the through the social media aspect so it's nice to see like people putting up and it's pretty much them putting up saying i support um spreading awareness you know yeah. and i believe like like they want to stop the stigma too so it has a, a positive kind of ongoing effect yeah and, and i think it ends up with its own following then doesn't it you know it ha- the, the ripple effect is huge yeah it's it's like uh if if, the, if one person sees it then and like they might be sitting on their phone and then they might be looking up so yeah it's, it really does it has a, such a, a powerful effect yeah. you know like social social media and that, in that sense you know like and um it's a great way for me to be able to express how I feel about like the whole stigma and be able to post up on it regularly and stuff like that there. So it is, it's nice, it's nice to see kind of the ripple effect go on with it. Yeah, and, and I'm not sort of about it, but I guess does it does it also allow you to keep that conversation, your conversation going in some ways? You know, you, you were the brave person that started it off in the first place, and yet it, I guess it enables you to keep that going as much as you want to if you want to. Yeah, so 
like exactly like it, it, still to this day then I'm I'm getting people kind of people would be talking to me regarding my story and yeah. and like um it's just not it's not daunting anymore you know I'm I'm happy to speak to anyone regarding it and and um that's such a positive thing that came out of it for me you know yeah. people people are saying like saying to me like well done for sending up and all but people don't understand how much it's it's um like affected me and how like a in like a great way now like that I'm able to just open up to anyone and be able to speak like for example like I kind of done my first big big talk there for over 300 people wow. like last week and like like if someone told me I was going to do that a couple of months yeah. ago I <laughs> would have been in a shell yeah of room again. yeah can't imagine getting out of it and then look at it isn't that immense yeah I know so even that um like um it's 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 such a positive thing like from from being so scared to post my story and now yeah. being able to it's like nice yeah and I don't know about you you know it's, it's even things like doing this podcast for me you know if it if it just connects with one person and it and it makes one person sort of think or oh, you know I need to do something different then it, then it, then the whole thing's worth it yeah exactly if it just helps like um like a really it really is if it just helps that one person you know it makes you feel so much better and like uh, as I said, like from hearing from you, just talking about the the clothing brand, and like that you can barely get the jumper off. Like it's so nice yeah. to hear that positive f- feedback. Uh, that like you know it's it's needed. You know because like, you know you do have them. You do still have them on certain evenings going like, oh, is this the right thing to do and stuff? So yeah. it's nice to 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 get that back from us. No, it absolutely is the right thing, and it's so needed. And I think what you're doing and how you're doing it is immense. It, it, it is. It's it's uh, it's awesome. Yeah, definitely. No, it really is needed. So that that's it for my questions. So unless you've got anything for me, Super. put me on the yeah, spot now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, we've switched roles now. Yeah, that's okay. scary now. I'm used to being in control. <laughs> so um, I, I know a couple of months ago, so I, I got this email from you um, explaining yeah. who you were and, and what you were doing and um I got the energy I got it from a female I kind of still remember you know really it was just that you're you're yeah you're you're you said you're moving to Ireland so firstly like uh, obviously that was daunting for you but um yeah. like um like it was great to, to to read that email and to have like I know I was kind of looking forward to meeting up with you and when we got to meet up then in Old Castle it was it was lovely to 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 kind of bounce off you and and to hear your story and to what you do so um why did like why did you why did you pick Ireland why did you move from England and yeah I, I guess it's uh it's, it's one of those um things that uh, me and my husband have talked about for for years probably 20 years now um and it, like with every decision that you, you know you make it's whether it's the when's the right time to do any of this so um I, I think it's it's been for us a, a life's um, sort of dream really um, which you know I suppose in some way sounds corny because you know we all talk about dreams we all talk about fulfilling them and actually you know when when do we ever actually get to do that stuff <laughs> um, uh, so I suppose that's where it came from the, the fact that we've done it in the middle of a pandemic is probably just a bit crazy <laughs> um, but you know circumstances and the sort of the stars aligned and it, it was a bit it was a bit easy to be fair which is, which is mad in itself um, I think one of the things that sort of got 
or, or sort of surprise me out of it and, and perhaps time will tell um but the amount of people that have said to me about what a brave decision it is um and yet if you actually ask my husband and i it's probably one of the easiest moves that we've done um which is crazy when you think what we, you know we've moved from the other you know the other side of the, <laughs> the irish ocean um yeah. but you know it, it it's been a really sort of easy easy move for us and you know we, we've got family we've got children you know obviously it's meant you know moving more than just ourselves so you know it, it's been a, a huge undertaking um but but there's something in it for me that you know i, I think we we all have our dreams we all you know so i think they're they're beyond reach sometimes um and i guess you know lo looking back on the journey that we've just done it, it it's holding on to them and really you know when, when the opportunity knocks it, it it's taking it as scary and as daunting as it is um it, it's doing it i, I think I quite often say to people that some of the, the, the things I've wanted and, and fought for, um, really, really fought for, and then got and just really not felt, you know, that that, that was of any benefit to me. And yet those yeah. things that fall easily into your lap, those are the ones to go for. So, yeah. yeah. It's so nice. It's so nice to hear that, like, um, that, like, I mean, obviously it was, a, it was a brave move, but it's so nice to hear, like, how how uh, effortless like you you're yeah. saying it like and it's great and it's it's nice because I, I like I know the, the area you're in you know it's a lovely part of the, the country and like um like I know you're just gonna you're I say you're gonna fit in right into the community yeah. and uh, like you you, you kind of like from speaking to an old castle like I know you, you came over here and you wanted to make a difference with what you're doing over in England so like uh you work in mental health as a counselor like so um obviously like i know you want to continue doing that work and i know you, you're yeah. still doing the work re remotely and online um so i i presume you like you've obviously struggled with your mental health and like is that what made you become a counselor or yeah yeah definitely um it was um i i guess the, the in terms of this well i was going to say the start of the my, my struggles if, if anything i think as i, I look beyond that it was many many years before but about 14 years ago um i lost my dad to cancer um and I, I think when i look at it there was many times that i'd sort of um strived to get his attention and you know worked hard i, I was working um you know in hr i was doing hr management um and sort of um you know did a lot of you know progress my career with the intention knowingly or not was to get his his recognition um and, and his love and uh, you know that that was probably what the the push or the driver was so when it came to losing him and um at the time i was pregnant with my son so i think it was about three four four months pregnant with with my first child um so yeah and it's actually not until i look back at it now um and having done that journey you know i've, I've gone to counseling myself so you know i've, I've sat in in the chair um and, the, big chair. You know, the, the big chair and know how daunting it is and how sometimes i've not wanted to go um it's uh yeah it's, it's not until i look back at it now that i'll probably really understand and appreciate just how difficult the time it was so but I, I guess, yeah, and, and I think what happened then is, is, you know, not only was it dealing with the loss of, of him, you know, it was also trying to understand, you know, what had, my behaviours, what had driven me to, to you know, want to, to, you know, the, the need to impress him a lot of the time, where was all those drivers from and everything, that, that then I think I, I sort of came out of that and, and realised that, part of the job that I was doing and I'm not disrespecting anybody for, for working in HR because you know it's valuable work but for me it started yeah. to become about doing things 
for an organization so sort of making people redundant or giving people jobs or doing disciplinaries and it was like actually I don't I don't want to do this anymore I actually want to help people um so it it really sort of changed that that outlook for me so that's when I I changed career and well first of all I I started to do my studies and eventually um you know was fortunate enough to get different roles in as in organization as a counsellor um and now work privately so I suppose in some ways that the great thing about it is as much as it was dad that was a catalyst it's taken me into a career into something I'm passionate about I I love helping people I love supporting them find a a different way of living that's more right for them but also understanding the journey that's that's got them to where they've got yeah so it's so um it's so nice that you've turned such a like a sad time in your life to into such a positive thing and helping others and I, I think that like mm. um speaks to, like a, a lot for for the work you're doing and stuff it's so nice that like you're literally going out to help people now and you, you want you, you like you have that about you you know you, that you want to help others so it's so nice that you're able to to kind of turn it into a positive and I think that's the way like people yeah. have to look at things it's not like the, to, to think yeah. of a, a positive way that how, how you can re- like you could re- you could have reacted to that um like uh, in a way that could have been a lot worse but now yeah. you're you're doing such a good thing for for everyone and like obviously I want, I want to thank you for the work you're doing because it's it's gotcha. great and we need we need more people like you around so like gotcha. um you've obviously you've obviously struggled with depression then yeah I, I think when I look back um I, I don't think around the time that I lost my dad um it we, I was it certainly wasn't something that was talked about as depression and neither was sort of postnatal depression that was never mentioned although I remember the questionnaires that I had to fill in you know that they they tend to do this as a you know as a new mom and you you know you get to answer all these questions and then if you fall in this score you're that and if you fall in this score you're that so I was probably very good at masking my own stuff at that point in time um so I I never sort of ended up on on sort of any any medication or or even and and I think you know probably because the time I didn't even see that that was probably what was happening I, w- I was very yeah. you know, in the middle of, of feeling bereaved having lost him but also having got a, a new baby and having to adjust to all of that so I, th- I think I was just completely lost in it to be fair but I think that there was a time and I, I was probably about 18 19 when I had I did have antidepressants um so I I, I think it was at a time where I, I'd I started it and again it's quite ironic because I'd um I'd started it a college course I came out of school not knowing what I wanted to do um my, my dad had always said oh you, you know you're all you're so organized you need to be a secretary you're like a fantastic secretary um mm-hmm. so that's what I went to college to do is to study secretarial skills and I hated it <laughs> um so I dropped out after the first year but managed to find myself a job as a legal secretary a junior legal secretary and hated it um, and ended up going back to um, I was working at Sainsbury's at the time as a student and I loved my student days um, and yeah. I remember the HR manager saying to me at the time if ever you need a job you can always come back so that's what I did um, but I, I think at that that point in time I just felt so low I guess um, and you know the, the, the doctor described it as depression um, and, and partly I guess because perhaps I felt I don't know I'd, I'd not thought about it but perhaps 
I'd felt I'd let my dad down, I'd let myself down. Um, you know, I hated what it was that, you know, I was doing. It didn't fit who I was. Um, I was going back to a job that, you know, it wasn't fun anymore because, you know, part of being a student was being with other students and now I was just working yeah. Monday to Friday and it was boring and, you know, it was a really strange and difficult time of life. So, yeah, yeah no, I'd, I'd like, uh, that was it. Yeah, so, like, um, it, like uh, as you said, like, you probably didn't even recognise at the time that you were, you were going, like, through certain things and stuff. And, yeah. Like, um, that that obviously was tough, too. And, and then, obviously, not enjoying. Like, you're, you're going from one job to the other. You weren't enjoying. And, um, yeah. but being able to kind of tell yourself, no, like, this is, like, what I want to do now. And being able to, to, um, to like work kind of around that negative it, it it's it's so good to, to hear like um from yeah, that like yeah. and like obviously like then like um from here like even just hearing your story you know it kind of like I feel like regardless if you connect to someone's story there's somewhere you'll connect to someone's yes. story in some way like yeah and and and, and that's that's massive like so so obviously so you're you're doing the counseling now like and so you're you're like I, I know you've kind of you're like you've done you're doing like private kind of counseling now and yeah so like how 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 do you help people or how how do people um how do people like get the services from you or yeah I um so I've, I've sort of been doing my own private practice for about two years now um I've done various I've, I've worked in various organisations um you know some paid some voluntary um and and generally when you learn your your counselling craft you 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 end up um you know in voluntary organisations and yeah actually that's really valuable work to to do um but yeah certainly for the last two years I've I've been in private practice um I've been really fortunate that um I work with or I'm an associate of a, an organization called the reach approach um and um the the reach approach is is an organization that as a as a client as so as I started my counseling journey it was with reach that I did it so um I suppose that's been been really sort of important to me is that I can sit in the, the therapist chair having an understanding of, of what, you know, the journey, because the, the sort of work that I do is quite structured, you know, we take people through, um, you know, certain stages. Um, so, you know, I have got that direct experience of, of what it's like. Um, so to be able to sort of suggest things to people having actually done them myself is, is really important. Um, you know, I, I want I think it's difficult, isn't it, in, in jobs that we say, you know, you've got to you've got to go through every job in order to be the manager or whatever it is. But there is something about having that lived experience. You know, we, we can't we can't experience everything that everybody else has experienced in terms of their personal circumstances. But I think, you know, for, for me in, in the work that I do to, to be able to sit in the therapist chair, having got some understanding uh, of what it, it's like has been really important. So, um, so in terms of what I do, like I say, it's quite structured um, in terms of the approach that um, reach apply. Um, it, it's unique in what it does. There isn't any other counseling service out there that do what reach do. Um, and part of what it's about is actually um, helping people understand their, their patterns, their behaviours, their triggers. Um, we, we spend time looking back over you know, a, a period of, of their lifetime um, be, before we, we then move into different areas um, to, to start putting interventions in place or you know, when those triggers or behaviours start, you know, that, that we 
can start to understand where they're coming from, what the drivers are. Um, and it's such a huge, huge approach. There's so much information available that, you know, it's what we call a psychoeducational model. So as, as much as it is about talk therapy, we're actually imparting our knowledge as well. And, and it's constantly been updated and we have loads of handouts. Um, it, it's such a huge, huge approach and um, it's fantastic fascinating work and and you know for, for me whenever whenever I work with anybody you know new or, or existing or you know people come back it's it's just a humbling experience to walk as I see yeah. it and as I say to people I, I just I just get invited in to walk alongside somebody for a little bit of the journey and um, I, I, I would never take that for granted um, and I equally learn as much from the clients as I as, as they yeah. do from me yeah no it's 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 so it's so nice and like um as in like I'd feel I personally like if I was sitting in front of a psychiatrist like I'd feel a lot comfortable if, if you know like you know when you're sitting there you're kind of you're sitting there kind of waiting for them and, and if 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 you started off just explaining that you know like I've been there I've been in dumps and yeah I'd say it's a it's that's a way you're even just connecting to them straight away knowing that you've you you have your story as well and yeah. um. That like that 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 would have been a, like a, a massive thing for me. I I think just with connecting with someone, like um, so it's it's great that obviously yeah you you turned it you turned it into such a positive and and you're helping you're helping other people and I know just from speaking share like um with the work that you that reach done it's great and it's mm-hmm. as you said like it's it's forever like it's forever being updated and there's more stuff that you're yeah. you're learning yourself as well which which is lovely. Yeah. Um, no, so. so yeah another another question for you is, is like what would you say to someone who's struggling with their mental health oh gosh I, I think you know <laughs> as we've talked about it's so hard isn't it and I, and I think you know it's, of course it would be to reach out it would be to talk to somebody and, and yet I know that certainly in the, the current situation is that I think those times or those things that we would have done to connect with somebody are are, are harder and I think you, you've nailed it in terms of of you know that there being different ways that we we can um you know look out or look or look after ourselves but I, I think you know if, it doesn't have to be you know professional support it doesn't have to be professional talk therapy or services the, the as you've said that there's there's loads and loads of organizations uh, charities out there that are doing amazing work as well um so you know it, it's knowing that they're there but i think it's also things like um it's, it's amazing how much things like music can help um music yeah. has a different vibration to it um music has a, a therapeutic part to it as well that we can just get get lost in some something totally different and you know when we're in those darker moments and sometimes that can be you know a couple of minutes it could be an hour it can be days it can be longer can't it but you know music is such a good thing um reading something uplifting as well as watching things you know again i think it's when we're feeling low it's it's doing things that uplift us rather than taking us back into that negative cycle um because you know we would naturally go there but if we can actually try and seek something different beyond that i think it really really helps we need to channel the brain um as well as you know if there is friends or family that we feel that we can connect to or reach out or or just god you know like like what you've done it's amazing you know you've put that on facebook and just you know to to see how this has grown um and and you've had the courage to do that so you know when when we can be brave to, to cross that that scary landscape um it can really really make a huge difference and just to let people know that there's just 
nobody's alone that you know i'm sure people feel it and even more so but you know there, there is so many people out there that, that want to help yeah exactly and yeah you really nailed it in the head like you don't have to go and get like you don't have to go to professional route. like no like you just just catching up with people and like as you said about like music for for example like there's just so many ways that you can lift your mood and it's just finding it's just finding the right one and and like um like it's just exactly so you're just kind of challenging like you're you're finding yourself you know like what what is like yeah. what way what what do you enjoy or what or uh or like what you enjoy doing or what will make you feel better and it is it's i think you're just it's a learning like like it's a learning curve but um like as i said there's like i, I think we we both kind of said it, that there is help out there if, if you want to yeah you know. Yeah, um, definitely there absolutely is yeah so how like how people like um so i know you do uh, like you do a lot of stuff like i know at the moment like online and i, I know you're once this pandemic's over you're gonna be the first one out there kind of spreading awareness <laughs> but uh, yeah, how, yeah. like how can people contact you or, or find out more about your yeah no absolutely and i can give them out and equally I, I want to make sure that people know how to contact you too so you know i'll make sure that we do that as well but you know in terms of me um i've set uh, i've got a, a sort of a business address which is um tree treetop counseling um so in terms of my email it's info at tree dash top counseling so top counseling is one word dot com yeah. um and if people are in the uh, if people are in ireland uh, they can contact me on the phone which is 087 447 7677 or in the uk it's 07305 um but you know e equally and probably more importantly I, I want people to know how to to contact you how to buy that clothing and and how to really raise that awareness and uh, you know make a difference to people so how can people get in touch with you yeah so obviously we'll, we'll probably we'll probably whenever we're sharing this we're going to be we'll have our, our on we'll probably have our contact um detailed yes, on it as well yeah. so it'll be good good to have so yeah like people contact me so firstly i have the website like so um it's www.neektotalk.ie and that's where can i i have all the clothing and stuff and uh, i know in the, in the coming weeks I, i'm gonna be posting blogs and stuff like that there too so like um right. even on on the website there's um there's places like uh it does um like there's info on like where people can go and get help too so it's um it was good to kind of get that added in um i'm on like the right. pretty much all social media platforms um so on facebook on facebook and on uh, instagram that's kind of where i'll be sharing most of my content and um, my 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 handle for that's uh, need to talk mental health and uh, then i'm on twitter as well and it's just need to talk ie so um yeah, like I, 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 like um, I love when people email me and and stuff like that there too. So I have like I have a, an email set up which you're able to just to contact me on the website. Like there's a, a section there that you can contact uh, me on as well. So um, yeah, I love I, I love when people kind of share their stories with me too. So um, yeah, right. it'd be, it'd be, uh, it, that's that's how you that's how you find me anyway. Great. That's brilliant. Well, look, I'm so, it's been an absolute, well, a joy and pleasure. I'm all excited and jumping for joy. And it, it's just brilliant to connect with you. I'm so, so pleased to have uh, 
emailed you from uh, from yeah. the UK and to actually get to to meet you and now to do this is uh, honestly it's, it's a, a dream world. of mine. So <laughs> it is, it is, and uh, you know I think you do fantastic work. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you this evening and to to really sort of uh, you know I know that uh, once we we get this conversation out, it's going to help people again and again. So uh, I'm I'm really thankful that uh, you know you've done this as well and, and for the great work that you continue to do. Yeah, exactly, and, and thanks so much. It's so nice to to uh, to be able to do talks like this here and it's so nice to to hear your story from not knowing you a couple of months ago and now that we've both opened up about our stories and we, we both yeah. have talked about the work that we want to do and I, and I know in, in the very near future hopefully after this pandemic I'm sure we're going to be working together in some way or uh, so um, yeah. I, I'm really looking forward to, to what the future has uh, what has in its hands so no me too no absolutely thank you ever so much I really enjoyed it Perfect. Thank you.